She is originally from Timberlake, South Dakota, getting shout-outs on national sports broadcasts. Nicole Lynn, nurse practitioner. Well, it wasn't you getting the, the national shout-out. Good morning, Nicole. No. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, no, that was pretty exciting to see our little town of 509 people get a shout-out on Sunday night football. Go, Tucker, go. Tucker Craft is uh, number 85 for the Green Bay Packers and got drafted this year. And um, we're very, very proud of that young man. That's so. cool. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It is cool when you have Christian Watson with the Packers and, and Tucker Craft. I mean, as a Vikings fan, um, we, we kind of figured it might be inevitable that you know, our season was going to go down the drain so we can, we can, we can cheer for the, the local guys like Tucker Craft. That is, that is very, very cool. Uh, Nicole, well, nurse practitioner, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it was, you know, Timberlake's a pretty Vikings heavy fan group. And then uh, when he got drafted, I think everybody just immediately converted. But uh, I cheer for Tucker, but still I'm a Vikes fan. There so. you go. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Let's look ahead to 2024 and what we could, should, may do to make better choices in the coming year. Yeah, like last week, uh, Robbie and I kind of talked about you know, setting goals <clears throat> versus resolutions because goals, you can, they're objective. They're not so big and lofty or grandiose and you can um, uh, look at them. How am I going to achieve them? And then look back and see how am I doing that? Uh, how well am I achieving that? And so I thought, well, what are five good, easy things to start out with? And you can pick one of these and really start to work on them over the next few months. Once you get one attacked, then, you know, aim for another one on the list. So five healthy habits that we could start in 2024. And, and these aren't rocket science, and this isn't anything new. Anybody hasn't heard already. But first one, getting six to eight hours of sleep. It's really important that we get better quality sleep because it impacts our entire day, our mood, how we select and choose our food, it can drive our appetite and how we're going to store body fat, uh, influences hormones. And so if we can get six to eight hours a day uh, or at night, that is awesome. Magnesium, it can be a very simple supplement to add to your day. Um, 500 milligrams of magnesium glycinate in particular can really help out with improving your sleep quality. So that's one. The second one, reducing or eliminating snacking. We tend to eat multiple times throughout the day, but if we would just uh, fill our meals up with more fiber and, and protein, uh, breakfast, lunch, and supper, we could get away from the in-between snacking because it's that in-between snacking that we have an increase in, in calories and uh, components that are essential to better health um, and so when we can get away from snacking, in particular, the, those ultra-processed, snacky, sugary foods like candies and chips and that kind of thing, a good way to start off, um, drinking 64 to 100 ounces of water a day. Exercise, in particular, resistance-based exercise. So picking heavy things up and setting them down. And nobody's saying you're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I did get my weighted vest for Christmas. And so I'm really, really excited about that. And you know, you just wearing that while you're going for a walk can be plenty. And then plain and simple, just eating more protein. When we eat more protein, you're going to establish better quality muscle cells. And muscle cells 
are your first line of defense against developing all of those darn disease processes that we really don't want to have to have. All right, we're talking with Nicole Lind. It's Healthy You, Healthy Me. Now, when you talk about um, snacking, um, a lot of us will snack just simply because we're a little bit bored. And I have found that if you just kind of tell yourself, nope, I'm going to go do this. You know, whether, Mm -hmm. you know, like I have a lot of afternoon time. So I get home. It's easy between that afternoon time until dinner time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, stay away, stay mm-hmm. away from the kitchen, you know. And so then I, you know, find a dopey little project and it sounds like, oh, yeah, yeah. but just do something. It's true. And before it's you true. know it, you've blown through a couple hours and ta-da, you're good to go. Yeah, most times. So the best way to determine whether you're experiencing physical hunger or emotional hunger, and I wrote rap boredom into that emotional hunger is if you find yourself standing in front of the cupboard, nothing sounds good, nothing really tastes good, but you're just grabbing something out because you know what, mm, you know, there's nothing else to do or, or whatever. That's a good sign that you're just emotionally eating. Um, your stomach isn't growl. The physical hunger is stomach is growling. You know, you need to eat but you're not craving anything specifically. Craving is also a really good sign of emotional hunger where maybe you're sitting on the couch watching a TV program and you're like, oh yeah, there's that leftover blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go have some. You got something specific in mind, but physical hunger is, it's just time to eat. And we all know when that, you know, we've experienced that. And so you're right, Robbie, when you get up or if you're finding yourself standing mindlessly in front of the cupboard or you got that craving, good thing to do is just go find something else to do. Go to the bathroom and get a cup of water. Um, go walk up and down your stairs if you have stairs in your home for five minutes. Go, go clean, clean a out closet. that closet <laughs> yep, that you've been needing to clean out forever. Go fold a pile of laundry. Well, I know those things aren't desirable, and yet you know we would rather just sit on the couch and eat our bag of chips um, it, it really is putting yourself in a, in a better direction because usually it only takes about five minutes, crazy enough, mm-hmm. five minutes of distraction, and you've forgotten all about that snack and that kind of um, stuff that's nagging you to go to the kitchen. Right, and, you know, we should talk about if you are going to eat a snack, obviously eat something that's healthy, but, you know, a lot of people will reach for a donut or something, mm-hmm. and those sugars, I mean, they're, that's, that doesn't do it for you. There's nothing nutritive in donuts, chips, candy. I've said this to my stepkids on a number of occasions. Candy is not a snack. It is a treat. It is a treat. You know, when you think back to little Laura Inglewilder's days on the prairie, they got candy in their stocking one time of year. Granted, I know times are very different. Absolutely. But that's, you know, times are very different. But, you know, it was a treat. It's not a snack. When you eat sugar like that, your blood sugar is going to rise. Your insulin level kicks in, takes care of it. But when that insulin level peaks, you're going to store, you're only going to use 10% of that sugar for any fuel or energy. And the rest of it is going to be stored away for fuel later on in form of body fat. Then as that insulin level brings that blood sugar down, an hour later, you're hungry again. Mm -hmm. And so that's why snacking is so dangerous. The whole thought process of eating, you know, every two to three hours, all you're doing is keeping your insulin level or your blood sugar level elevated 
you're never using or you're never giving your body the opportunity to use that fuel that you're taking in and you're storing the vast majority of that away as body fat. All right. Well, and so go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and so that's where it's important to make sure that you eat heavy protein, fiber filled meals breakfast, lunch, and supper so that you don't need to go have that snack midway through the day. You know, I know you don't want to go hog wild on some of the protein, but I always say, you know what, if you are really that hungry, then eat some beef jerky or eat some turkey jerky Mm -hmm. or eat some, you know, even if you do have an extra turkey breast or a chicken breast or something, eat a piece of protein like that because that's going to help you out and be more satisfying. Right. And you know what, Robbie, there's nothing wrong with going hog wild on protein. That's a myth. That is a myth. See, uh, you know, I, there's 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 a lot of I, I saw a meme over the weekend that was really pri- quite head on where it had a picture of donuts and candy and, you know, pop and all of this. Nobody yells at you when you eat this. But as soon as you start to eat eggs and meat, all of a sudden, everybody jumps, jumps all over you, you know, kind of thing. And that's food from nature. And that's what's nutritive. The other things are not. Well, if I could learn to uh, walk the talk more than talk the talk, <laughs> things might be better for me. But thank you so much for all your tips and all your hints, your healthy habits to start out 2024. Nurse practitioner Nicole Lind, if anybody has any questions, where can they find you? Well, thanks, Robbie. And, you know, we all have room to improve, so don't be too hard <laughs> on yourself. Uh, um, you can find me. I work in a wellness district. I'm a nurse practitioner at Wellness District over in West Fargo. Otherwise, you can look me up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. All right. Well, here's to 2024. More healthy habits, right? Absolutely. All right. Take care, Nicole. That's.